Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hello there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. You know, it is so important to have audiences that really like and appreciate the types of things that you bring to them every week. And I'd like to thank you for your continuing support and encouragement of our podcast, because it is only through you and with you that we could continue to bring you these podcasts every week. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope that you're enjoying your day and that you're enjoying your week. And you know what? It is so important to enjoy what you do for a living and what you do in your life. And that's me. I enjoy doing what I do for a living and I enjoy bringing you these podcasts every week. I live in Toronto, Canada, the big white north. I am an author, blogger, audio mystery writer, entrepreneur, advocate and law student and boy am I always very busy but I enjoy being busy well you're often asking what is take another five all about and it's all about bringing you segments with information that you can use to help you out in your daily lives Information that is so easy for us to bring to you because it is so difficult for you to obtain it because you're just a bit too busy. First, we have the Kitchen Corner. And this is a segment one where we bring you recipes of the week. Recipes that you could use in a time crunch, in times of an emergency, whenever your family is giving you a hard time because they're all hungry at the same time and you need to satisfy their insatiable appetites. Or you could just be someone wanting to improve your cooking skills or your cooking creations. So that's what Kitchen, that's what kitchen Corner is all about. <clears throat> then we come to segment two which is all about Take Another Five with Technology. And here we talk about different apps that you can use and lower level technology, which are kitchen gadgets. Then we come to the five minute mystery in segment three. And here we help you to relax and recharge and allow your imagination to wander and roam. You could do this while just laying back on your couch in your living room or your family room or your den or just simply having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in your kitchen and just listen to this mystery and allow yourself to try and solve the problem. Then we come to segment four, which is in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And that entrepreneur is me. And here... I share my experiences which I have been gathering since year 2000 as an entrepreneur. Then we come to segment 5 and it's all about staying ahead of bullies and scams. In this segment we do our best to provide you with those scams that are making the rounds, scams of the week. And we give you scam alerts to help you stay ahead of scammers and hackers and stay out of their clutches because it is so easy for them to catch you when you're not paying attention. And in segment two, we help you to build awareness about bullying, which is one of the most irritating and rapidly growing problems in our society. Good enough. It is time now for us to thank our producer and marketer, 
those men standing behind our podcast. And these two guys work so hard to ensure that we bring our podcasts to you every week. We'd like to thank Mike Cicello, that's spelled C-I-A-R-C-I-E-L-L-O, a very good friend of mine that I have known for a very long time. Mike is committed, dedicated, creative, and works extremely hard to ensure that customer satisfaction comes first. Mike has been in the music industry for a very long time, and in addition to producing podcasts, Mike also teaches and develops courses in his music. You can reach Mike at M underscore D S music at bell.net <clears throat> or you can give him a call at 514-827-9092 and then we come to another Mike someone that I have known for quite a few months now and I am so glad that I met Mike Babcock. Mike is a great marketer just waiting to help you bring your businesses to the internet. Mike Babcock and in his words you can reach him at www.yourownpay.com and what does Mike do? He coaches blind and small business owners with building their business online and automating the tasks that they don't want to do for themselves. One of these people is me. Okay, let's go to the question of the day. And for this week, our question comes from a person in Miami, Florida. And this person has the following question for us. What was your favorite subject at school? Oh boy, some of us have the most horrible subjects like math and uh, maybe geography or maybe chemistry. Some of us have favorite subjects and believe it or not, some of us would say it's math or English or science or anything like that. So what was your favorite subject at school? Send your feedback to info at sterlingcreations.ca or you know what? We are now inviting you to send in your question to us and we would be happy to publish it or to you know share it with others in this podcast. Why not? Everybody has a favorite question. So share yours with us. Right then, it's time to go to the wrap-up for the mystery from last week. And we'd like to know who did it. Well, hmm. It is all about trying to find out who killed Tom and Marsha Reed. And remember now from last week, This was a young couple who was very popular in their social circle who got married and they were spending their honeymoon in their home and you know what they had everything going for them but they didn't really love each other. Tom Reed got married to his wife Marcia because he wanted to lay claim to his father's grand financial estate. Father had said he would give his estate to the son who married first, and Tom did it. Marcia got married to Tom because her family wanted her to marry into a very rich family. But they both had secrets. Okay, who did it? This crime was carried out by two different killers. They were both crimes of passion and emails found on Marsha's hard drive revealed the following. 
she had told Jamie that the child she was carrying was his. Jamie had begged her to leave Tom and go away with him, but she had refused. Emails found on Tom's hard drive revealed the following. Tom had started an affair with his secretary, Carly Bernstein, a few months before his marriage to Marcia. <clears throat> and after he had discovered Marcia's affair with Jamie, and especially about her pregnancy, he had decided to take matters into his own hands. Tom had fallen helplessly in love with Carly and had decided to run away with her to Brazil. He had told his brother Troy everything and the two had come to an agreement. Tom would give up his titlement to their dad's estate. Troy would take over and Tom would be paid handsomely. Tom had bought two one-way tickets for him and Carly to travel to Brazil, and he had decided to kill Marcia before leaving, because he was angry about her affair with his chief staff of staff, and above all, because the baby that she was carrying was not his. Tom had slipped the pills into Marsha's drink, had savagely stabbed a sleeping Marsha, but Randall Kane was just in time to witness it. Something, something had snapped in Randall's mind, and he had attacked Tom viciously. The two had fought, and at the end, Randall had gotten the better of Tom. Randall had left his footprints on the grass leading to the pond. He had removed his bloody clothes <coughs> and shoes and had jumped into the pond to try and clean off the blood for himself. He had also left his cigarette butts behind. So there you have it, folks gruesome, gruesome crime committed in the foothills and there were two killers. We hope you at least found who one of the killers were, but that's okay. You can buy this mystery along with any other of my mysteries by going to www.donnajodhan that's D-O-N-N-A-J-O-D-H-A-N dot com. Visit our online store and there you can purchase for very affordable prices and these audio mysteries are extremely portable as well. Okay, <clears throat> it's time now to move on to segment one and we'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segments one of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. It's time for us to get cooking, and I really enjoy being in the kitchen with you, and I love bringing you these recipes each week. And we'd like to thank our dear friend, Melanie Mama Peach, or she refers to herself as Mama Peach. Mama has a vast library of recipes, recipes that she's always so willing to share so generously with us. And I'm just happy that I could bring you recipes that you can use in so many ways. Recipes, whenever those kids are saying, we're hungry, Mom. We're hungry, Mom. And you can whip out any of these recipes and get it on the table in record time for them. 
or if you're just a young professional or a professional in general who is just too busy to go look up recipe books and you can just refer to one of our podcasts and just choose any of these recipes and in no time you can whip them up or you're just simply someone who wants to improve your cooking skills or your creative cooking these recipes are all for you so for this week the first category that we're going to choose from is called main meals in minutes and it's, it's exactly what i was just talking about being able to produce something in record time this one is called bacon wrapped pork tenderloin Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> one and three quarter to one sorry one three quarter to one pound pork tenderloin one teaspoon of steak seasoning three bacon slices cut in half and you do this crosswise hot cooked grits rosemary sprig you preheat your oven to 425 degrees you remove the silver skin from the pork tenderloin leaving a thin layer of fat to cover the pork sprinkle seasoning over the pork wrap pork with bacon slices and secure with wooden picks place place pork on a lightly greased wire rack in an aluminum foil lined roasting pan bake for 20 minutes or until a meat thermometer inserted in to the pork okay registers 155 degrees increase oven temperature to broil broil five inches from heat for three to five minutes or until bacon is crisp remove from the oven and cover the pork with foil and let stand for 10 minutes or until thermometer registers 160 degrees serve your pork over grits garnish with rosemary spring if desired this makes four servings doesn't this sound yummy i can smell it right now and i know a friend who's going to try this out in the next few days because i shared this recipe with her and she and her husband are going to sit down to a meal and you know what they're going to have leftovers that they're going to have for the next day right the next recipe comes from the main dish mainstays and this is another bacon oriented um, recipe it's bacon florentine fettuccine mm. Mm. one 16 ounce package of fettuccine uncooked two 10 ounce packages frozen of green spinach i like spinach one half pound bacon crisply cooked and chopped one eighth teaspoon of garlic powder one half cup plus two tablespoons of grated parmesan cheese and you need to divide this pepper to taste You prepare your fettuccine according to the package directions that you will find on the package. <clears throat> Drain, reserving 
three quarter cups of cooking liquid. <clears throat> Excuse me. Return the fettuccine and reserved liquid to the pan. Microwave spinach according to the package directions. <clears throat> Add spinach, bacon, and garlic powder to saucepan. Transfer spinach mixture to a serving dish and stir in one half cup of Parmesan cheese. Season with pepper and sprinkle with remaining Parmesan cheese. This makes four servings and again you can always double the ingredients in this recipe if you have a family of more than four people. This is a wonderful, wonderful recipe that will definitely be a good one for a very cold winter's day. <clears throat> there you have it, folks. Recipes one and two, both bacon-oriented recipes. Okay, one is with pork tenderloin and the other one is bacon fettuccine. Go out there and try it. And if you have any questions or you would like to receive an electronic copy of this, these recipes and any others, please write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and we would be more than happy to send you copies of these recipes. Good enough. It is time for us to go on to segment two, and we'll catch you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hey again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment two of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And this segment is called Take Another Five with Technology. And before we dive right into this segment, I want to thank you for all of your feedback that you have sent in. I am so happy to know that you are enjoying the apps that we bring you every week along with the lower level technology information that we have for you. It is so important for us to keep receiving feedback from you because it is only with this feedback that we could continue to bring you information that is useful, important and valuable to you. So thank you very much. Right, let's dive right into this segment. And we have a very interesting app for you to meet this week. It is the Light Detector app. I discovered this app some time ago and I downloaded it from the App Store. Truth be told, I'm not disappointed because I have found that this app can be put to great use. I have found that I can use the light detector app not just to let me know if the lights or room are on, but also to help me when I am not sure if my computer screen has been shut off, or for that matter, my TV screen as I am unable to see whether or not my screen is on. And you know what? This app is extremely, extremely helpful in assisting me. And it could be extremely um, great and helpful in assisting those of you with low vision. If you have problems seeing whether or not your TV is on or your, or your computer screen is on and the surrounding area is dark, like your room is dark, this app is a terrific help for you. In addition, I can use this app to let me know if my modem is working or whether or not the lights are on 
in my various devices. Yeah, if my lights are not on on my devices, I have no idea of telling because I don't have enough vision to be able to see them. I am vision impaired. So this app is terrific. But you know what? I'd need for you to go out there and try it. This app is very simple to use, is free at the App Store, and does not take up too much storage on your iDevice. The one thing is that when you use it, make sure that you are in a very dark area. That is, it would not work if you're testing out your screen and there is either natural light filtering into the room or you have a light on in the room. So the app works best when you are in darkness. So just go out there and make friends with the light detector app. All right, let's go to part two of segment two. And I'd like you to meet Vision Free HD. It's a radio. Now, here is something that I am dying to meet. And I hope that you too would go out there and get acquainted with it. Please listen on. Vision Free HD Radio. And this was introduced to me by a very good friend. It's a radio that is designed with the blind in mind. And this little blurb is written by Deborah Kendrick. Okay. Now, I'm not going to give you the whole article. I'm just going to give you a sample. Now, how many times as a person who is blind or has low vision... Have you thought to yourself, if only a product X or Y would have thought to have had a speech chip or a rotating knob or buttons you can feel? As savvy consumers of electronics, we recognize that products that are often unusable by those of us unable to see digital displays could have been remedied if at the design stage a few simple accessible features had been considered. Yeah, I know for me, if only these products had been designed for a with a talking chip or some sort of rotating knob or something like that, when the product was being designed or developed, I could have used it too. <clears throat> if asked, most of us could help companies save time and money by letting them know up front which desirable features would render their devices more accessible, must-have products, and they're great for us, for us, those of us, with limited or no vision. The Vision HD radio from Dice Electronics became available for purchase quite some time ago. So the time has come to give this product a bit more airtime. And here is a description. It's a tabletop radio measuring 5 point by 9.75 by 5.25 inches. Those are the dimensions. All controls are on the front of the unit and all jacks and the power cord are on the back. It has both AM and FM antennas. Controls on the front include 10 push buttons and two rotating knobs. 
The radio receives AM, FM, HD, and 1, 2, and 3, and HD radio reading service signals wherever available. In addition, it has a clock and an alarm and up to 6 a.m. 6 f.m. stations can be preserves, preserved as presets. Turn the radio on from the moment the radio is turned on. All controls on the Vision Free radio provide audible feedback. The left side of the front panel is the speaker grill and the right side from left to right includes 10 push buttons, a small rotating knob at the left of the volume control and a much larger rotating knob on the right for seeking stations and making menu selections. The 10 buttons are arranged in four rows with one button on the top row, two buttons on the second and four on the third and three on the fourth. Of course, there is a lot more for you to learn about this radio, but I'm going to leave it up to you to learn more about it on your own. Okay? You can learn more about the this wonderful HD radio by visiting the Dice Electronics website at www.diceelectronics.com. I'm going to go out there and give this product a good review. And I'm going to go out there and really push this product if I truly believe that it is one that I would benefit from. But just reading the specs on it and just listening to samples of it, it tells me that it is worth the while for those of you who are radio buffs to go out there and visit. All right, then. This is the end of segment two. Take another five with technology. And, oh, someone just handed me this number to call. You can call 1-888-342-3929. Again, 1-888-342-3929 to learn more about this DICE HD radio. Right, time to move on to segment two. And we'll catch you on the other side. Or I should say segment three. I apologize. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed. It's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh. Season Two is going to be launched in early March, and we're calling this our springtime launch. And it is thanks to your feedback your suggestions and your comments that this is all happening. Our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh-huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there is even more. Because 
Take Another Five, Season 2, is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. It's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment three of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time for us to get warm and comfy with the five-minute mystery. This is what I call audio comfort food. Yeah, nice name, nice title. And I want to thank those of you who helped us to develop the title for this particular segment and to come up with the name Audio Comfort Food. All right. This week's mystery is called Crime in the Casino, and it's available at www.donnajodhan.com, along with several other mysteries that are affordable and portable. Let's dive right into the description. High-profile investigator Andrew Peterson has been killed in a very popular casino. The murderer has managed to do the crime right under the noses of everyone before slipping away. The murder was committed in a very unusual way. Who could the killer be? Someone who had wanted to settle accounts? Someone who was jealous of Andrew? Or could it have been a hired killer? Hmm. Let's go to the scene of the crime. Chaos reigns around the still form of Andrew Peterson. A high-profile investigator is what he was. Andrew lies face down over a blackjack table. The top half of a pen could be seen sticking, sticking out from the nape of his neck. Blood seems to be trickling down from his mouth. Andrew is dead. There is a tight ring of people standing around him, and one of his friends is standing next to the body. People in the blackjack room are speaking in very hushed tones. The blackjack tables have all been closed down, and the gambling in the casino has come to a halt. Patrons in other gambling rooms are beginning to leave the casino and the police have cordoned off the blackjack room. No one in the blackjack room is being allowed to leave. What could the motives have been for the killing of Andrew Peterson? Andrew Peterson had uncovered some secrets People had wanted to settle accounts with him, and someone may also have wanted to grab his lucrative business. Someone may also have hired a killer to do the dirty deed. Who could the suspects be? Well, there is Carter Oakley. Andrew had caught his son in a huge fraud ring in law school. Stephen McKenzie had lost his license to practice because of Andrew's discovery. And then there was Jay Bryden, a possible plot 
to take Andrew's lucrative business away from him. Hmm. Andrew Peterson had died of a massive heart attack, which was caused by a poisonous pen that the murderer had stuck, stuck into the base of his neck. He had died almost instantaneously. Blood was also found coming out of his nose and mouth. Boy, oh boy. Andrew Peterson had been a very high-profile investigator. Not too long ago, he had busted a cheating ring at a prestigious law school. The son of a high-profile judge had been caught as the master mind. He had been writing exams on behalf of other students and there had been lots of publicity over this. Judge Carter Oakley was stripped of his judgeship. The judge had been a law professor at the law school and had given exam answers to his son so that his son could write exams for other students. Our Andrew had caught Carter Oakley Jr. sneaking into the examination room to write an exam for a fellow student. Carter Oakley had confessed everything. He said that it has been his dad's idea and he had gone along with it. His dad would give him the questions and answers before the exams and Carter J.R. would then approach certain students offering to write the exams for them at exorbitant prices. Andrew had also managed to bust another mystery at a private hospital. He had been called in to find the surgeon who had made two fatal errors during two separate surgeries. He had discovered that Dr. Stephen McKenzie had been diagnosed with MS, but the doctor had not told any of his staff. His shaking hands had caused him to make two fatal errors during two different surgeries. The first had involved surgery to the son of the doctor's friend. It was supposed to have been routine surgery, but Dr. McKenzie's shaking hands had caused him to sever an artery in error. The second error had occurred during a complicated delivery. Dick, Dr. McKenzie's shaking hands had again caused him to make a slip with his scalpel and both mom and baby had died. Andrew had stumbled upon the doctor and his shaking hands during his investigations when he went to interview him. At first, Dr. McKenzie had tried to hide it, but when Andrew had dug further, he had discovered that the doctor was being treated for MS. A close friend of the doctor had confirmed Andrew's findings. Andrew had gotten to like Dr. McKenzie and had tried speaking to the doctor before handing in his report and had even considered walking away from the investigation so as not to be the one to incriminate the good old doctor. But Dr. McKenzie only continued to deny it all. Finally, Andrew had had to hand in his findings and D.R. McKenzie or Dr. McKenzie had been dismissed. But not before the hospital had had to make a full disclosure. Both 
Judge Oakley and Dr. McKenzie had been forced to find other employment. The judge had opened up an electronics store. The doctor had gone into real estate. And both had vowed revenge against Andrew Peterson. <clears throat> Not too long ago, Jay Bryden had come to work for Andrew Peterson. And he was becoming a fast rising star. And there was a rumor to this that Jay was taking clients away from Andrew and growing his own business. That Jay was somehow plotting to take Andrew's business away from him. Andrew and a friend had gone to the casino that fatal evening. So had too, so too had Jay and his girlfriend Sparkles. Sparkle had gotten guest tickets for herself and Jay, as well as for Andrew and his friend, to attend the casino as guests that evening. Jay and Sparkles had been dating for the past six months. They had begun to become more serious about each other, and Jay had wanted to get married. But Sparkles had wanted to wait for a bit longer. The police had found Jay and Sparkles in the roulette room, and they had found Carter Oakley in the dining room. And the police had found Dr. Stephen McKenzie at home in bed. Hmm, very intriguing mystery, if I should say so. And we hope that we've given you enough to get started. And we'll have more for you at the end of this podcast when we do our wrap-up. So in the meantime, just start thinking about it. And now we're ready to move on to segment four. Catch you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur Hey again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment four of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. And it's time now for us to enter segment four in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And that's me. I have been an entrepreneur since year 2000, and I have seen so many changes take place during this time, from then until now. When I started out, we had to do all of our advertising through business cards, flyers, and brochures, all in print. We had to depend heavily on the radio, not as much as television because it was very expensive to do advertising on TV. But now we have the internet and so much more is available to us through the internet. Advertising resources, marketing resources, resources to help with business plans, so much more. And again, I want to thank all of you who have been providing us with feedback on this particular segment. I'm glad that you're enjoying the tips. And if you want to submit any tips of your own, by all means do so. I'll be happy to take a review of it and I'll be happy to talk about it on my segment. Now, let's go to this week's segment. Is there such a thing as a social entrepreneur? Definitely so. And social entrepreneurs can be successful as much as a mainstream entrepreneur. What is a social entrepreneur, you may be asking? Someone who takes up entrepreneurship for a social reason. And some examples for you to consider? A non-charity, a non-charity organization or foundation, a social cause, maybe the environment, 
for persons with disabilities, for the poor, for the homeless. Yeah, these are all social causes that could be turned into something that I like to call social entrepreneurship. There have been very, very successful entrepreneurs who have gone into social entrepreneurship and have used causes to develop their entrepreneurship. So if you are someone who is that inclined and you'd like to take a crack at this, why not? You need any help? Send me an email to info at sterlingcreations.ca and I'd be happy to help you out. Right then, very short segment and really, really moving along here. And it's time now to get into segment five, our final segment of the week for Take Another Five. And we'll catch you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and you know what? We're up to segment five of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five. Can't believe we're almost at the end of our podcast for this week. But there we go. And now it's time for us to delve into part one of this segment. And it's, you know, about scam of the week, our scam alert for this week. And now you got to be aware of those fake emails from Amazon. Mm -hmm. If you do not have an Amazon account, then no need to be concerned. Just delete any such email. But then, if you have an account and you receive an email from what looks like Amazon, then you need to pay a little bit of attention. If you did not recently carry out any changes, then also delete such an email. But if you did carry out these changes and you're not sure, call Amazon's customer service to verify. Okay? Don't hesitate. Call them. They're very, very helpful. They are on top of things. Call Amazon's customer. Amazon's customer service number and ask the appropriate questions. If you don't, you could be in for a heck of a time from some unsuspecting or some terrible hacker or scammer who wants to just pounce on an unsuspecting victim. Okay, let's go on to part two, building awareness about bullying. What exactly is a bully? I don't think that it would be too hard to answer this question. Truth be told, it is only too easy to spot a bully. What do they have in common? Well, here are some things for you to look for. They are loud and demanding. They turn tend to lurk in the background and use their aggressive ways to gain attention and to get their own way. It is either their way or no way. They feel that they are always right. They negotiate and interact in such ways as they shout in order to be heard, they use their fists and physical strength in order to gain the upper hand. They prey on those that they perceive to be weaker than they are. They intimidate their victims. They are persistent. Bullies are often loners. They are unhappy people and they use their blustering personalities to cover up their lack of confidence, shyness, and unhappiness. 
By now, you should be getting the picture. Bullies come in all sizes, from the biggest to the smallest. They come in all age groups, from early as two or years or older, or even as old as an 80-plus person, and they come in both genders. They are everywhere, from the classroom to the playground, and from the home to the park, and way beyond. So, you see, this is the world of the bully. And now that you know this, you need to start taking action if we want to make this a better world. And it can definitely be done. We need to start pulling up our socks and coming up with ways to help our children. No more excuses and no more putting it off. If you'd like to learn more about my bullying campaign, then go to www.donnajodhan.com and visit my bullying page or page on bullying and look at my campaign against bullying. Right then, this is the end of segment five and it's time for our wrap up and we'll catch you on the other side. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and I'm stopping by with some terrific and fantastic news that we would like to share with you. Yes, indeed. It's all about our podcast, Take Another Five, and Season Two. Uh-huh. Season Two is going to be launched in early March, and we're calling this our Springtime Launch. And it is thanks to your feedback your suggestions and your comments that this is all happening. Our weekly features are going to include helping you to save time, pop problems and cut corners. It's all about presenting you with time savers, problem poppers and corner cutters. Yes, indeed, you will be able to use our weekly features to help you stay ahead of the game and cope with a very busy world that is getting even busier as time goes on. Aha! Uh-huh. This is what I want to share with you. And there is even more. Because Take Another Five, Season 2, is going to include some fantastic and fabulous offers that we are certain you will not be able to refuse. It's all about giving you the opportunity to take advantage of bonuses, subscriptions, plus a heck of a lot more. So stay tuned, listeners, and you won't be disappointed. We thank you and wish you a terrific day. Well, here we are at the end of another podcast. End of Take Another Five for another week. Another week is in the books. And we hope that you have enjoyed listening to us as much as we have enjoyed bringing it to you. We have really enjoyed being with you, and we continue to enjoy this. We hope you continue to come by every week and listen to us. Or you could just simply download from www.takeanother5.com. You could also go on to iTunes. You could also go on to uh, Google Play Music. There are several places for you to download our podcasts from. Right. So now, before we leave you, we want to give you some additional facts to help you solve the mystery for this week, crime in the casino. All three suspects had very strong motives. The location of each suspect was not a deciding factor. It is very possible 
that the killer could have done it on behalf of someone else or that they could have acted on their own. Sparkles could have been involved either on her own or could she have been acting on behalf of someone else? That's for you to discover and for you to tell us. And again, you can purchase this mystery along with any other mystery from my online store at www.donnajodhan.com. And you can either purchase it for a very affordable price. It is also extremely portable that you can play on your iDevice, your MP3 player. Um, you can even play it on your computer. You can play it almost anywhere. Take it anywhere with you. Or you could sign up for our subscription library at a very affordable monthly fee. And you will have access, unlimited access, to any number of downloads that you want and any number of mysteries that you want. Okay? Right. You can follow us on Twitter at Accessible World or at Author underscore Jodhen. Or you can like us on Facebook at Donna Jodham or author Donna Jodham. We wish you a great rest of the day, a great rest of the week, and we hope that you join us again next week. In the meantime, keep a song in your heart. May the winds be at your back. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Catch you next week and bye for now. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. <laughs>